So, you know, um, I mentioned earlier in the week, but if you missed it, on Saturday night I was at the Hilton um, in Manchester where there was a, a Vegas fight night. And it was a bit like, you know, a bit of Las Vegas comes to Manchester. And in the big corporate room there, they'd actually set up a full boxing ring and you had dinner around it and they had them, like, sexy girls in the ring, you know, going round with the round three and four and wow. all that, Mark. So it was actually really, really good. So my Don't be creepy, Matt. My friend was there um, with uh, some of her friends and her partner and stuff like that and um halfway through the night um i went over to find her and um i was like oh how's the night oh you look nice you know you went for the black dress and your makeup looks good and all the you know rubbish things that girls talk about <laughs> and um and so she she sort of like introduces me to everybody on the table and i was like hi they all went hi and, uh, and then i um, went off back to my table had a few drinks and went to bed so, uh, I didn't see her for the rest of the night. She then messages me again, as girls do, day or two later, WhatsApp. Um, how was your night? And I said, yeah, it was really good. She said, where did you go? I said, oh, I only drink once a week now. You know, I'd had a bit too much to drink, went to bed. How about you? Nightmare. Capital letters, four exclamation marks. God, that, that was taking it seriously, So it? I said, tell me. She went, I can't, I need, to, I need to tell you, like, when I see you. So it was built up. So... I saw her yesterday and I said, what happened? Tell me that, you, you know, you didn't get drunk, fall down the stairs, abuse somebody. Because that's they're your all routine. They're all things that she has done in the oh. past. And um, she said, no, this is what happened. So she's got two children with this guy. They've been together a long time, but they're not actually married. So she sat around the table and he comes over to her and says... Do you want to go and get in the ring? This was after all the boxing had ended. The ring became a bit of a stage, if you like. It was a bit of a dance floor and Rowetta was singing in there and all this. Oh, God. Go and get in the ring. Uh, and she went, what do you mean? He went, just go and get in the ring, right? So some of the friends on the table then said, oh, my God, he's absolutely going to propose to you. <sighs> so she was like... Oh, my God, he's not romantic in the slightest. Oh. A ring in a ring. A ring in a ring! Do you know what I mean? Would have yeah, been great. Perfect. It's poetic. So she was like, OK. So she walked up to the ring, did that thing that boxers do, and you, know, you put one leg through the, the bendy thing that goes round, and you go under. The rope. Yeah, you go under. And so <laughs> yeah. Muhammad Ali made a similar noise. <laughs> so she stood there, and up he walks. Yes. Right? Yes, it's like, it. the, it's yeah. like the music had stopped. Yeah, right? everyone's staring at Spotlight them. Spotlight was on. Yeah. And she waited, she turned to him and waited for him to go down on one knee. All her friends had got up with the cameras to take photographs to capture it. And it, before she knew it, he'd picked her up by the waist, yeah. put her on his shoulder, <laughs> and then slam dunked her <laughs> to the floor. So she hit the ring and bounced. And she was obviously, like, in shock. Yeah. And um, she turned to him and she went, what was that? And they've got a little boy um, called Jake. And he went, uh, I just wanted everyone to film it. I've told Jake I was going to slam dunk you in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Uh, in the news today, this is interesting, Chelsea. Uh, they've now revealed that a guinea pig the size of a buffalo <laughs> once lived three million years ago. They've <laughs> discovered its fossils. <laughs> a guinea pig the size of a buffalo. Did they even have guinea pigs that far back? Well, no, they had uh, buffer pigs. Oh, right. <laughs> Guinelows. <laughs> <laughs> a guinea pig the size of a buffalo. Three million years ago it lived, and apparently it had a bite as strong as a tiger's. I wonder if it was still cuddly and cute. No, I Probably don't. Probably not. First film clip from Fifty Shades of Grey was unveiled yesterday, and it features Christian Grey uh, yeah. picking up a few bedroom 
items from a DIY store. Wow. Bit of S&M in B&Q. <laughs> <laughs> the advert was on telly last night. Was it? Yeah. What do you think? Are you excited about it? Mm, no. What's his name, the guy? Can't remember. I can't remember. No one knows him yet, do they? He's, um... he's on the verge of becoming the most famous man on earth, so he's now enjoying his last few days of being normal. Yeah. John, I... it's John somebody. I never finished the book just because I found um, that there was no storyline and it was a bit repetitive, so once you've seen or read about it happening to her once, you know, it's like, oh, there it, there it is again. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would be interested to see how it works on the big screen. I've not read the book because... I'm well, a man. it's not aimed at you. It's not aimed it, at me, no. is it? Um, and um, so it I, I don't really have much. It's a big Valentine's thing. A lot of like, um, I noticed quite a few restaurants in Manchester are doing like a Valentine's afternoon meal, and then you've got guaranteed tickets to go and see it at the big cinema here on Deansgate and stuff. So it's like you know they've made it into a really big package. And we've um, <laughs> oh, so many gags, so little time. Uh, we've got preview screening tickets. We want to go and see Fifty yeah. Shades at Cineworld in Didsbury yes, or Parswood, really. Yes, being it more is. Accurate. Yeah, next Friday the 13th. Next Friday the 13th, we've got preview screening tickets. We're giving them away on this show on Thursday. Um, Matt's come up with a competition. It's genius. Oh, can we tell everyone what it is? or maybe No, we... no, no, because they can research yeah, it. They it can research it. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So be listening to our show on Thursday. Needless to say that Universal, because of the high sexual content of the movie, which is now being upgraded to an 18, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, didn't want anything risque, so Matt's taken that and run with it. And yeah, it's and come up with something really bland and boring. <laughs> <laughs> G103. So you're thinking about taking up the pole dancing? Well, I say thinking up it, it's, it's my friend Jane. Uh, who I train with at the weekends at the gym. She'd sent me a text on Wednesday night. Um, and this is all it said. Going to start pole dancing on a Wednesday at 7 to 8 in Hazel Grove near the hospital. Do you fancy the challenge? Right? And so there's a part of me that's like, doesn't really want to let her down. And then there's another part of me that thinks it might be a laugh. Then I hear that actually... It's to actually do it properly is quite a skill and mm. it's really like mm. tones your body up. Yeah, it does. I mean, to, to get women upside down balancing using just their legs is a very difficult thing. <laughs> so I put, oh dear God, I think I might be awful at this, but go on then. And she said, it'll be a laugh. I've never done it before either. Uh, do you want to wait for me or start next week? She's away next week. I was like, no, I'll, well, I'll wait for you. I'm going to go on my own. And then she messaged back at 6.30 that night. We're booked on the course. There's nine of us. We're all beginners. Don't panic. See you Saturday. It, it's supposed to be really good exercise, isn't it? It's supposed to be yes. really good for toning because yeah. obviously you've got to use all your core strength, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. There was a film, I can't remember what it was actually, with uh, Natalie Portman and she did it with, um, um, what's he called? Jude Law was in it. And she, you know, she looked, she's got an incredible body and I thought, well, maybe. Do you not think it's more trouble than it's worth, though? Because it, it looks a bit painful. Because, well, don't yeah. get me wrong, after a few nights out, I've tried to straddle a lamppost. And, <laughs> and you brought all the telephone wires down, exactly. didn't you? It doesn't end well. It. Yeah, well, I put it on Twitter and, like, quite a few people came back to me and said, like, my daughter does it, we've got a pole in the lounge. I don't think I'm going <laughs> right. to go to that. That's too far, isn't it? Do you know, I've, uh, listen, let's try and keep this really clean, but d would that not be slightly weird? What? what to, someone's daughter dancing around a pole in the lounge. <laughs> it depends how you view the pole, doesn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah, Batman had one, didn't he? If you yeah. Fireman Sam. Good if point. you look at it as a sport, um, because I've heard that they apparently want to get it in the Olympics. Yes. Then no, it's not. It's just like watching somebody do 
uh, I don't know, handstand. Yeah, okay. There's no difference. <laughs> Which is something else I'm not going to go around and do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I but don't then, think you should do it. I'm not sure. That, like, I'm not sure. I know how I feel about this. Somebody else said that, um, you know, you can get quite bruised. And then one woman said, uh, just a tip, uh, never ever moisturise your hands or body prior to doing it, because I think you stick to <laughs> you the just, pole. All right, I thought you were going to say, you just slip straight off. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, I'm going to play a bit of um, Irene Cara flash dance. I don't know if anybody has ever done it or can give me any tips or advice or, you know... Uh, Maybe Irene Cara's listening. Well, I was going to say, do, do you want to give Matt and I a little demonstration now using the microphone stand? No, I don't. Okay, I've not started yet. I wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> okay. Um, listen, if, if there's... However, a... give me three weeks. <laughs> give me three weeks. <laughs> we took the decision not to film it or anything basically if you've not got a ticket to see it you'll miss it that's it yeah. it's not touring we're not doing anything else that right. is it and how's peter he's all right yeah yeah, yeah he's all right. stressed maybe at this well moment. no i wrote a phone to him uh yesterday and i'm like are we all right yeah i'm all right I'm like, <laughs> fair enough right fair enough he's a very chilled out i think because all the lads uh, and, and janice who were involved in the show have known each other that long and they're all really good in what they do. Mm. It it doesn't feel as pressurised because, like, for instance, with my tour, you're on stage on your own. So yeah. there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a pressure The onus there, is on you. You know, you know what I mean? When, you, when you're when you all doing your own little bits, yeah, yeah. in character as well, yeah. and everyone kind of knows it as well. It's a bit like when you go watching, uh, you know, like a a band at a big concert and they're giving it microphone you sing it and yeah. you're like no why don't you sing it <laughs> I've paid you to exactly. sing it exactly so it's that kind of mentality where a lot of people are quoting the lines before you say them and everything else so but it'll be a really fun it's this is, sounds mad when I say this it's not a comedy audience show if you know what I mean it's a show for everyone yeah you know what I mean? It's not like a, someone who goes watching, like, you know, a comedian with a stroke in the chin going, I'm not laughing, but it's very clever. <laughs> it's not like that. It's a big laugh-out-loud show for everyone. Yeah, like yeah. a Saturday night TV yeah, exactly, type yeah. programme. Yeah. And obviously, if people are not sick of you by then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are um, omnipresent. 50 dates across 50 the country. 50 dates, yeah, yeah. And um, there'll be more added in the new year as well. We've just right. not got around to putting them so on you're yet. you're at the Lowry. Uh, it's good. 2016 back in Manchester, isn't it? 24th, yeah, 25th yeah, of February. Yeah, I'm doing... I think I'm doing kind of around and about then as well. I'm doing like Blackpool yeah, operas yeah. and Preston, Blackburn and what have you. But I'll be back Blackburn, in Manchester. And the Burnley, Blackburn, and the Burnley, yeah. And the Blackburn. But it's uh, it's mad just what we were saying then, you know, you kind of think, oh, God, I'm touring again. Like, you know, it's it, it becomes apparent because you're writing stuff down as you go along through so life. So this is like Daddy McGuinness. Daddy so McGuinness. Like so I've never... Uh, my married last babies. Exactly. So there's a lot to talk about, but it, it won't just be about that. It'll yeah. be about pretty much everything gen generally in life. But a lot of the stuff will be about becoming a, a dad and a, a parent and the pitfalls. Because now I look at people who've never had kids with envy. Because yeah. <laughs> go, you've got two I, I know, in one go. I, I've got a, a mate, him and his partner, Brendan and Karen, they're called, right? They sound and nice. They, and they've made the choice. They said, we don't want kids. Right. Each their own. Brilliant. Yeah. But I always think, oh, no, I want kids, you know. But oh. I know I look at Brendan and Karen, who have four holidays a year, <laughs> haven't got a wrinkle on their face, and he's got a full head of her, and I'm like, you I know, swines. but Brendan and Karen are going to get to, like... 50, 60 years old, they might have a bit of ill health. They've got no kids to take them to the it doctors. It won't matter. 
They'll be too happy. <laughs> they won't care. They'll be dead. From they won't care from smiling, <laughs> smiling and sun exposure. Thank you. That's how I want to go out. Not not with my kids hunched over in bed going, "What have you put in the will, Dad?" Like, oh, thanks. You know. <laughs> A lad came out and. Um, it, we were showing his VT, and mm. on his VT, he, he were walking down this street, and he says, uh, "And one of my main passions is, in life is um, <clears throat> looking after animals." Right. <laughs> so a log go out then, and he said, "I like to, I like to take, like you know, uh, rescue stray cats, blackouts." No. I'm like, Hang, have we have we heard correctly? <laughs> He's actually. Helping animals and he's taking them in. It's like no, thank you. They crap me up. No, thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny. It's no one. pleasing someone. I think I think the thing, all the years I've done take me out, the, the main turn offs I've found with girls, mm. for a lad to say when they come out is, number one, they live with a mum. Right. The girls don't like that for some reason. See, I would. Having now been divorced and got yeah. to 34, I'd say a lad who's got a good relationship with his mum generally would have a lot of respect for women. Yeah. Yeah? I, I, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm like, because I, I do, I mean, I can't say too much on the show, but I feel like, going, let's just stop. <laughs> he lives with his mum. She's not a serial killer. It's his mother. You need to do like... um. Just a one-off, you know, with everything that you're really thinking. Yeah. No, fair enough. If the bloke comes on and says, I'm 45, I live with my mum, then I'd be going, get your light off. He's a wrong'un. He's a wrong'un. But if he, he's 22, 23-year-old, so what? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That and the girls don't like short men. No. They are not having it. Not a lot you can do if you're a short man. Not a lot you can it? do. You can put... What, what's Cal do? He puts the old uh, puts Cuban the, heels on, doesn't he? Absolutely, yeah. And then he wears his trousers to the floor so you don't see them. The, but everyone sees them. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, we know, Simon. It's to give you the theory of longer legs, isn't it? It is, but he's not feeling, he's not feeling me. <laughs> She's had a turbulent life. Her ex-husband now has an ex-wife. Each day is better than the last. Chelsea's future is better than her past. Life changes in the blink of an eye. She's lost weight from her hips and her thighs. But one thing now gives her life hope. It's a really, really, really dreadful life quotes. Don't complain about things that you're not willing to change. It's better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you're not. Take care of yourselves and each other. Thanks. Mike and Chelsea. Have a bit of that.